everyone, and welcome to ClutchCast, a podcast created to guide and inspire student-athletes to reach their goals. My name is Dominic Prianti, and today our special guest is head softball coach Ralph Maroney from Hunter College in New York City. Coach Maroney, welcome to ClutchCast. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us about Hunter College and your career. Over 35 years of uh, coaching experience. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Dominic. How are you? I appreciate you uh, having me on and giving us the opportunity to let people know about Hunter College. I uh, thank you very much for taking time to do this. So if I may use this term, a Brooklyn boy born and raised, uh, you actually began your co- coaching career here in Brooklyn at New York High School as an assistant coach and continued in Brooklyn at St. Francis College. And then from yes. 96 to 2009, you moved over to uh, more Catholic uh in Staten Island as a head coach, and you had an amazing career there, won uh, two state championships, four city championships, and appeared at the uh, Arch Championship uh, at least uh, 10 times, and you won six of those. What can you tell us about the different coaching experience at the different levels from high school, Catholic school, and uh, college at that time? Um, well, let's uh, high school, you get to mold kids. High school is a uh, place where you get to mold, you get to teach. Uh, in my experience, I find them more attentive because they're list- they're constantly listening, uh, where you go to college and a lot of these kids, you know, are molded already. And you have to, if there's things you don't like and you don't see, you have to remold them. So you got to get the chisel, you got to break the cement, and then you got to mold them into what you want them to be. Talking about molding, you actually had an amazing career. Like I said before, over at more, uh, Catholic, what was your secret there? I had great coaches. Uh, my coaching staff was unbelievable. And uh, my, my kids just listened. They, you know, I was a sanitation worker. So there were days where I would turn around and get there a little late. And I would, my kids would, at three o'clock, my kids are on the field by themselves. You didn't have to tell them. They, we sat down week one. We, let, we laid out a plan. And they followed that plan. And th- this was a team that practiced an hour and 45 minutes a day, five days a week. We used to bring the JV in, in our practices. So God forbid a kid got hurt. We brought that JV kid up and that JV kid was prepared the same way the varsity kids were prepared. So again, with the younger groups in the high school, you know, they were tentative, they listened and and it worked out really well. And again, my coaching staff was unbelievable. I was extremely lucky to have people, who worked as hard as they did for us. And now you're at Hunter um, for over uh, 15 years total, even though this is the 10th season, consecutive season. Uh, your team is known as the Hawks, part of the CUNY Athletic Conference. Amazing 2019, where you actually had the uh, team back in the uh, championship game. Tell us a little bit about your experience here at Hunter. Hunter's been great. I mean, I I was fortunate enough to get here in 91. Um after coaching at St. Francis for four years, um, my athletic director brought me in, treated me like family. It, it's a great place. It's a great education. And it's inexpensive. I mean, at Hunter College, you're a city kid. You're paying $8,000 a year to go to school. And at the end of those four years, that diploma is gold. On the softball end, you know, we don't have that big complex to play on. You know, we use the B4 gym to work out in. But you know what? It's given us – it's big enough we can work out. We have two batting cages down there. The school gives us everything we need to 
you know, make these kids better. And at the end of the day, it's in the middle of the city. Again, we don't have our field. We play at Randall's Island. But at the end of the day, it works for us. Yeah, it's definitely – it's also the uh, CUNY system is also the largest urban public university system in the United States. So that must be an honor. Coach, can you talk to us a little bit about your uh, staff and your trainers? We at Hunter College are very fortunate. We have two trainers. We have Felina and we have May. They work extremely hard with the girls, getting them ready preseason, during season, after the season. They do everything they need to do. Uh, my assistant coach is Beth Liav, who came out from Maryland. She works with the pitchers. She works with the hitters. Um, elevated our team to 2019, where we were very high in a lot of different categories. Third run scored. We went up a 370 batting average as a team. Uh, she does a great job. Unfortunately, uh, Coach Ricardo Colon, who was with us last year, passed uh, in July. So, you know, he's greatly missed. I mean, he, he really he got the coach only the first two games. We, uh, we played up at Stevens, which was kind of funny because last year, you're not worried about the snow. You play 56 degrees in March, and then COVID hits, and your season disappears. Yeah. So, you know, as a staff, we, we, we got a great staff. It's only the two coaches, but everything gets done. Our trainers are fantastic. So being that you brought up uh, the pandemic, how has that affected your team? It affects our team like it affects everybody else. You know, you're you're looking at not playing. You're looking at your seniors last year, not getting their senior day. Uh, it was rough. And, you know, we, we did what we can do. We spent a lot of time on Instagram celebrating our seniors. But at the end of the day, there's nothing like playing your senior day. And unfortunately, these kids will never get that opportunity. We were trying to have a senior day this year. Hopefully, CUNY will allow us to play. And if we don't, we'll try to have it for next year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty out there for everyone. Anyone we speak to really is is not sure yet of what's going to happen. So with all these um, uh, limitations, right, how, um, how do you – conduct let's say practices or do you guys, do you guys even think about practices we haven't done nothing uh we're we're doing our zoom meetings we have meetings we have coach sanchez who's our soccer coach he's running our zoom meetings we're it's known as a flock meeting with three or four teams and it's up to my girls and i told my girls it's up to you guys to stay in shape and get ready because if and when the season hits we got you ready to play some ball yeah so there's a lot of pressure on these uh, these young women. So with all these uncertainties, again, how do you keep them motivated? They motivate themselves. Um, it, it's listen. I, I am super. Uh, I'm super lucky with my team. They motivate themselves, and again, it's not always easy. They have their down days and stuff like that. But when you go into a school at Hunter where the education is first. You know, your, your motivation right now is to pass your classes. Your motivation right now is in softball. Your motivation right now is to pass your classes and do the best you can. Because at the end of the day, and I've, I've always said this to everybody I met, at the end of the day, nobody's going to pay you to play softball. You're going to go out there. You're going to get an education. I mean, my five, my six seniors that graduated last year all have jobs already. That's great. Um, excuse me. Five of my seniors, one, is, one stayed back to finish her uh, medical degree. So, you know, they're, they're, they know what they need to do. They take care of themselves and they know they can always call their coach if there's a problem. That's awesome. Coach, 
Can you give us a little inside look at what the campus, even though we know it's in the middle of the city, in the middle of New York City, uh, which I know a lot of people inspired to come to, can you give us a little inside look at what the campus looks like? Yeah, Hunter College is unique. It's three huge buildings. We go four floors down. We go 17 floors up with a bridge on the third floor and the seventh floor. Uh, all, our, all our athletics goes down to B1 and down. So your B1 has your security and stuff like that. And it's also unique because the sixth train drives right into the B1 level. So on those days like tomorrow where it's snowing like crazy, you don't have to worry because you're going to go right into the uh, right into the building. Your next floor, which would be B3, is where our trainers are and our locker rooms are. B, um, I'm sorry, that's B2. B3 would be where our main gym is and all the uh, athletic offices. And then there's B4 where we work out. It's a huge gym. Uh, it's where my office is. And um, as the rest of the building goes, again, it's just one, it's three huge buildings. That's the uniqueness of Hunter College. It's all in one spot. And again, if you're that kid who's not looking for a big campus, it's a great place. If you're looking for green grass and, you know, trees and stuff like that, we got Central Park, but it's not on the campus. Gotcha. And in terms of academics, right, what do you see? What are the majors? What are their options? We carry 70 different majors. Mathematics, education is huge. Science is a, a, a huge in my school. We have a lot of kids that go into the medical field. So I would, I would say our, our main three majors, along with we have a great theater department. We have the Danny Kay um, Playhouse across the street, which is in the North Building. The arts are very big in the school. So it's it's a school that gives you a lot for you know what you want and like you said before especially uh, knowing the cost of education having three of my own in college right now it's definitely a bargain for what uh, is offered are the the young women that play for you are they local or they come from different parts of the country how's that work we're starting to get a feed of jersey kids that we have had some jersey kids uh, apply we've had a young lady from detroit apply but most of it's uh new york long island uh, Rockland County. We actually want to. We've actually went up far this year. We have young ladies from Sarasota coming to the school. Saratoga coming to the school. So, um, but it's again, if you're that New York kid, even if you're upstate in Albany, it's costing eight thousand dollars to go to school. So, with that rate, you know, we kind of work with that. Um, we don't have a ton of out-of-state kids because the cost is a little more expensive, but. Again, you know, what, what attracts a lot of out-of-state kids is the city itself. It's Broadway. It's the museums. It's, you know, nine different teams you can watch in sports. It's it's a different world where a lot of these other states don't have that. Yeah, definitely. And I know you're very active. Uh, I've had the, the pleasure of uh, seeing you uh, in the good times when we were able to play uh, in the summer uh, at, at many events. So I definitely know you're out there recruiting. Uh, how has the pandemic affected the recruiting process? Uh, it really hasn't, you know, you, you do zoom meetings instead of, uh, bringing people into the school. I've had recruits come to the school. We've walked around the school. We've walked, you know, we've showed them place to eat and stuff like that, bring down a central park and stuff like that show them the dorms. I mean, everything you can't go in right now, 
but you can still show them around. So we've had four or five young ladies that we brought to the school come look at it. Everything else is a lot of Zoom meetings. But as the tournaments go, Dominic, if you stay vigilant, you stay smart, you put your mask on. You know, when I go to a tournament, I sit there with my daughter or my assistant coach, and that's it. You know, we there's a way to recruit and not get and have worry about getting sick. Agreed on that. And um, you know, I think the parks department here in New York City were uh, allowed people to play here locally at least, uh, starting July of last year. So at least some teams got some playing time, and I'm assuming you were lucky enough to see some uh, some of the players. What? Yeah, I mean, there's there's less restrictions out of state, uh, Jersey, Pennsylvania. I know I was gonna go. I want I was gonna go to bubble to watch somebody play, but you contacted me and said they're only taking one and one. That was that would be upstate New York, down in Queensbury. Mm. Uh, but again, it, it is what it is. We we have to, as coaches, be patient. Um, and you gotta stand some. We're dealing with 16, 17, 18 year old kids who have never seen this before because. I've never seen this before. Yeah. And it, it, it's difficult. You know, again, you're, you're getting a lot of these kids losing their senior year, possibly losing their junior and senior year. So I, I think, I think, you know, when they get to these tournaments, they had a little more pressure on themselves. Coach, not to dwell on it, right? You mentioned it before seeing like your seniors not being able to uh, live out, let's say, the last season. Uh, and you mentioned it was really tough. Can you uh, just give us a little inside look at what that was like? Heartbreaking. Um, again, we, we did a lot of celebrating for them through Instagram. Um, I, I'm not a big, not a big media guy, Instagram guy. Uh, one of my players takes care of it. Gianna does a great job on it. And we celebrated their senior, you know, their graduation. We celebrated their senior day. What would have been their senior day? What would have been their graduation? We just celebrated on Instagram and let everybody know how much we cared about these kids and love them. Yeah, this is the virtual world we live in now. So based on what you just said, what are some of the concerns that you're hearing now from potential uh, recruits? Coach, is there going to be softball again? It, it's a big question. It's a big scare. You know, a kid doesn't – as much as the education is great, um at hunter college kids want to come and play ball and the the you know the frightness of you i feel within the next five years you're going to have a ton of schools closing because of this pandemic i could be wrong uh and i think a big fear with these kids is that you know i'm going to come to this school and there's not going to be no sports Hmm. now what do i do i got to transfer out because i want to be an athlete i want to be a student athlete well you need to have sports to be a student athlete so I think the biggest fear with a lot of these kids is you're going to get to the school and find out, oh, by the way, there's no sports anymore. Yeah. I'm assuming that is definitely what's on everyone's mind, uh, including my own, having my own daughter play. So you you said you were lucky enough to have some to tour the uh, premises around the, the campus. What what questions do you think they should be asking now? Out of experience, right? Sometimes you know, young young people don't have all the questions at hand because they're in love, let's say, with the moment of uh, touring a school with a uh, coach. What questions do you think would be important for a young person? I think they honestly should ask everything and everything, and I think the parents also should be involved in asking these questions. And it goes from the security of the school. You're dropping your child off at a school. You want to know that security in that school is going to be fine. They're going to be okay. They're not going to have to worry about nothing. Cost, dorming, 
you know, it, it goes on and on. Um, the education, the graduation rate, you know, not everybody at Hunter College graduates in four years. A lot of them graduate in four and a half years. And again, I really feel, and I forgot which coach I heard this from, I really feel the parents need to be involved in asking the questions because at the end of the day, it's the child's education, it's the child's, you know, playing ball, but it's their child. And I, I really feel that, you know, I, I I recruit some kids and parents don't ask no questions. I'm like, please ask. You're footing the bill for this. You know, what do you have? And we get the same questions like, you know, how many the biggest question I get is how many kids is on the roster? That's a huge that's a huge question. And my thing is real simple, you know, you're gonna fight your position every year. So if you're confident in yourself that you, you can be a starter here, then you'll go out and you'll be a starter. You probably have some kids that are already in the recruiting process. They started their own recruiting process. People that listen to this sometimes are about to start it. What advice would you have for these new uh, recruits searching for colleges? Search the school up good. Uh, every school has a website. I've had kids who contacted me and asked me about scholarships. D3s don't give scholarships. Everybody, yeah. Coaches should have their kids know that D3 schools don't give scholarships for softball. You can't get a scholarship for your marks, for SATs and stuff like that, which right now we're not even looking at the SATs. And it's got to be the right fit for you as a person. It's got to be a right fit for you as a student. And the biggest thing I'd say is you don't go to school for the coach. You go to school because the school needs to fit what you need to your needs. If it's monetarily, if it's education-wise, I've had a bunch of kids tell me, you know, how long are you going to be here? I don't know how long I'm going to be here. None of us know, especially now with a pandemic. Nobody knows nothing. So my biggest thing with them is to research the school. Again, every school has a website. Our website is huge with tons of information and really research it before you decide, hey, I'm going to take a ride here, but this place isn't for me. Like if you want criminology, you're not coming out to college. You're going to go to John Jay if you want to stay in the community system. So it's things like that. Yeah, makes sense. And like you were saying before, because a lot of people can't really tour the campus anymore, uh, you know, at least uh, more directly, what forms of communication uh, should they use, for example, if they want to get in touch with a college coach, get in touch with you? I'm assuming your inbox is probably uh, overflowing right now. Um, we have an inbox that's overflowing, but that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm quick to answer any athlete that contacts me. There are times that, you know, I, I live in my junk box also, my spam, because sometimes it doesn't hit my regular uh, my regular mail. But just reach out. You, you have to reach out to the coaches, coaches to get back to you. If coaches aren't getting back, you're not worth a grain of salt. I'm going to be dead honest with you. you. You have to, as a coach, you have to answer these kids and give them the respect they're giving you by reaching out to yourself. And in terms of reaching out, especially if it is via email, what should an email look like, coach, to attract some attention? I've had many people email me saying they're so interested in Baruch College. I'm like, I don't coach at Baruch College. <laughs> the one thing I tell a lot of kids, and I'll goof with them, is don't copy and paste. Write the email for each school. Uh, a lot of these kids copy and paste. And again, I, you know, coach, I'm interested in going to Brown. I don't coach at Brown. So I think the biggest thing with emails is make it a personal email all the time. Uh, I know it's a shortcut to cut and paste and something like that, but 
not that it drives me crazy because I understand the system, but some coaches just won't even answer your email. When it comes again to this email, what, what do you think it should contain? What should it look like? An introduction to yourself, hello coach, uh, your mocks, what you're interested in, what your major is going to be. I know, I mean, I got a lot of young ladies who contact me about physical therapy. Hunter College has a physical therapy program that is a graduate program. It isn't an undergrad, and a lot of kids make that mistake. That's where we go back to looking, you know, checking the school out before we write the email. Um, and just an idea of yourself, who you are, you know, stuff like that. I, we don't need to go deep into who your parents are, stuff like that. But just something about yourself that when we're answering this email, we could we kind of know who we're talking to. And how about video, Coach? Videos are funny because, listen, I've done videos with kids. I've done a... 20 minute video took three and a half hours because it's cut, 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 cut. I kind of like watching the games more than anything else. But yeah, you can, you know, you send your videos down. Um, and listen, I, I look at everything. I, I don't know what other coaches do, but I look at everything. So you send it to me. I look at it. Um, and let's face it. It's usually good stuff more than bad stuff. But once in a while, I mean, I've had one of my recruits who's coming to the school actually sent me line drive outs, which I thought was pretty cool. And I was like, that, that's cool. That, you know, it's just not showing me everything you do well. It's showing me, you know, nobody bats a thousand. Show the, out, show the outs in the video, too. It's, it's not a bad thing if it's, the balls hit well. Like I said before, I've had the, the fortune to see you out there live recruiting. So I'm assuming that, you know, this email communication really would actually lead to you going to possibly see a game or a practice. Oh, I will. I show up to everything. I will show up to the games. I will. I don't really show up to practices because practices are hard to go to right now. Uh, they're kind of limited. But games, like I said, I'm the guy in right field with the mask on watching <laughs> a game. Besides physical you know, talent and uh, you know, softball skills, what else do you look for in a, in a player? I look for well-rounded kids. I look for kids who, again, my, my biggest thing when somebody comes to Hunter College is, are you going to be prepared to work at Hunter College? We're extremely competitive education-wise. So, you know, it, it, you, you just I guess the biggest thing is how serious you're about your education. You're not doing me any good and you any good and mom and dad any good if you're coming here partying, not doing well in school, you're flunking classes, you're not eligible to play softball. So that's what I look for. I, I look for those kids who want to come in, get their education, and I think the thing that impresses me more than anything is somebody who mentions education before softball. So it is true. Academics first, always. That's why they call them student-athletes. Student-athletes. Absolutely right. And, Coach, when it comes to social media, you mentioned, I think, one of your players, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Gianna, you mentioned, I think. Gianna Romani, she's in charge of my Instagram up at Hunter College. Yeah. yeah, and I actually follow you guys, and she does an amazing job as well. So I could definitely confirm what you said before. How is social media used other than, of course, getting your team information out? Do you use it actually to identify potential prospects? Well, we will introduce like this. We already introduced one of our girls who uh, is coming to the school and stuff like that. We promote our team and their school itself. I get a lot of kids who follow the um, Instagram page. So I'll follow them off that Instagram page. And I've, I've had plays who have have contact. I usually get contacted by them first and then they wind up following us on Instagram where I get to follow them. So that's, that's basically how it, that's been done with us. I usually get the kid coming, introducing herself, following the team that we usually follow. I don't go really go out 
but if a kid follows us, we'll follow them. We know that you know being part of a, a team also means being part of a family, right? Can you speak to uh, the significance of being part of a college team and what it can mean for a student athlete? You know, as soon as they get on campus, I guess. Well, I, again, I'm fortunate. Uh, so what we'll do is in July we usually have a freshman meeting. Uh, we bring all the freshmen in. We have some of our upperclassmen come, introduce them, basically tell them, what do you need? So let's get you straight. It comes with classes and stuff like that. Let me know what you guys need. Uh, then after that, they just turn around and we basically, we are the face of Hunter College. We are at basketball games. We are at wrestling matches. We go to swim meets. My team does everything together. Uh, being the Italian kid from Brooklyn, I'm into the family thing, and my team is a family. And you know what? They fight like they're a family. They argue like they're a family. That's one of the biggest things I usually tell kids is, you know, you're going to come to this school, and they're like, well, how's the team? I'm like, it's 20 young ladies together. I says, there's great days. There's days they want to kill each other. Hmm. So, yeah, we're a family, but we're not the perfect family because we're not the Waltons, put it that way. <laughs> uh, we, we turn around. Uh, we spend a lot of time together. They spend a lot of time in a weight room together. And with that, you know, you get your bumps and bruises. But at the end of the day, they love each other. They take care of each other. And you can see it at senior days and stuff like that, how they really care about each other. If you had to summarize this conversation, what advice can you give a student athlete that has Hunter on their um, short list of potential schools? Contact the coach. The coach will give you all the information that you need. You just, again, you got to reach out. Once you reach out, I will reach out. We'll make contact together. We'll have Zoom meetings. Like I said, I've had almost 30, 40 Zoom meetings this year. I can't answer the question. I'll have the question answered for you. I have a great support system in the school. I have faculty I constantly lean on. You think after 30 years I know everything, but I don't. I have faculty that helps me out and gets me through everything, and they'll be the source of help for anybody interested in the college. That's awesome, Coach. Coach, I really want to thank you very much for your time today, for talking to us about uh, Hunter College and your softball program. Thank you very much, and uh, you know we hope to, to get you back on soon, hopefully after the season. Dominic, anytime. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, sir. Have a good day. Be safe, Dom. Thank you very much to Coach Maroney for giving us an inside look at Hunter College and his softball program. If you'd like to find out more about ClutchCast, please visit us at www.clutchcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at ClutchCast Podcast and on Twitter at ClutchCast PC. ClutchCast is brought to you by Clutch Recruits. If you'd like to find out more about Clutch Recruits and how our programs can help you with your college recruitment process, please visit us at www.clutchrecruits.com or call us at 929-732-7848. Thank you very much for listening. Until the next episode.